on the rip. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. My name is Gav. I'm Adi. And you are tuned in to the On the Rave podcast. Adi, how's it going? It's Christmas tastic. It's Christmas tastic. It is. It is. It's, it's it's the festive season, isn't it? Is. It is. Festive fucking bake season. Festive, well, well, yeah, I can imagine those of the meaty persuasion have probably already dined on their old uh, festive Just full of vegetables, man. They're, they're just full of vegetables. Yeah. I wouldn't know, I've not been teased into buying one. I don't fall into this Craig's commission. Well, Harry Dyson hasn't told you. I've seen enough reviews of them online to, to expect what they would taste like. Um, I, had a, I had a proper go at a fucking posh student fucking comic the other day about the new slag them off. What did he not like about them? Uh, it, he was just a bit of a bellend, actually. <laughs> oh. yeah, I just pulled him up. I pulled him. He didn't like that, so I called him the fuck off. <laughs> he didn't. And then uh, one of his jokes, he was just like, well, you know, this is Newcastle, where there's two Gregs on one street, and it's 100 yards. I was like, it's not. <laughs> so I pointed out that his joke was, in fact, wrong, because it's not there anymore. Yeah. It's somewhere, it's somewhere else. Yeah. You posh bellend fucking ginger cunt wannabe. Yeah. Don't let him be, Addy. You've got, you've got to keep the stick going. Yeah. That's it. Let's uh, start these podcasts the way we always do, with a bit of... Uh, Raver's Choice. Yeah, that sounds good. And he's been trolling Facebook, looking for a tune. Um, and today, Addy, you have gone with... Digital Orgasm, running out of time, but um, it was chosen by... Glenn Kinnersley. Oh, Kinner! Uh, Mr. Burns! You, see? you know, he looks like Mr. Burns, Gav. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's picked an absolute banger of the So uh, let's start off the way we always start off with a bit of rave. Let's go.
glad that was running out of time and Lush. that was Raver's choice. Lush your school shenanigans. Yeah. Um, and we'll take this moment to remind everyone that you can catch us on Facebook mm-hmm. at On yep. The Rave. You can catch us on Twitter yep. at On The Rave. That's you can catch us on Instagram On The Rave with Addy and Gav. It is your favourite, isn't it? You yes. love a bit of Instagram. Uh, you can get us on YouTube when they decide not to suppress us yeah, for being okay. educated. Well, apparently we're not educational. I fucking am. <laughs> I know. We will, we will just keep imparting everyone with our own very unique brand of wisdom. Yes. I'm uh, wise. Wise as fuck. Yeah, but we've seen it all, haven't we? Yes. We've Been there, it done it, got fucking shenanigans up to the max, full of pingers. So many rave t-shirts. So many rave t-shirts. E, Addy, guess what? What's that coming? We've got another one of those guests again. Another could found a way here. Yeah. Uh, all the way to the On The Rave studio in Biker, we've been joined with... Dancy what? Alex? Ah, Mr. Dancing Alex. Bonjour, bonjour. How's it going, mate? I've had better days, but I'm <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been, uh, I think it's been a bit of a rough day. It's been a ro- rough December. Uh, it has it's been, a, been rough. a rough December, right? Yeah. Everyone out there is feeling the same pain. The, yeah. the, 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 feeling the burn. I feeling the burn. The yeah. Fuck Christmas, burn. apart from my Christmas mix. Listen to that on Christmas Day, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> yes, listen to that. Uh, get in. Um, yeah, yeah, we should probably just crack on with yeah. the first category. Um, that's the early influences category. So who were your early influences in music? Who played music in the house? Uh, my mother and my father, mainly. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. before the, the split up, they were the main influences musically. Uh, after that, my sister. But um, yeah, very, very mixed in my household. Yeah. Uh, dad, 80s electronic stuff. Mum, Prince and Erasure. Right. Sister, Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, Sonic Youth, all so, that sort of stuff. So very, very varied. Yeah, that is a that is a massive variation on the on on the limited stuff that we're listening to in my house and yeah, and in Ali's house as well. <laughs> um, so what was what on the radio or Just, well CDs? My dad had like a wall of CDs <laughs> because there were newfangled things back then. He had every CD ever. You was was that alphabetical order or anything like that? I, d- I don't remember. They weren't after I got a hold of them. No <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't really remember. But I just remember having buying about five CDs a week, like consistently avid collector of music yeah yeah he had a lot a lot of music i mean half it was shite obviously but some of it was really good some of it it's the 80s as well like some of the music in the 80s was shite a lot of it wasn't great but there's some pearls there's some really good Uh, i've got a really lot of uh love for the 80s electronic music like yeah, I, I love a bit <clears> of the 80s. Like, I just shamelessly swing my arms to the 80s stuff when it comes on. Like, yeah, it's much like. Yeah, yeah, it's a party favourite with me and Drew in the house to get on the, the 80s tip for two hours of a party and then just play constant 80s from then on. Yeah. With an Aztec camera, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> get really deep with the depths of the 80s. No, the, the, one, of the, one of those 80s songs that reminds me of you is, is uh, I Ran. Yes. Uh, Flock of Seagulls. Flock of Seagulls is a particular favourite, isn't it? Wishing's, well, I prefer Wishing, though, which is uh, Flock of Seagulls as well. That's great. Right. Look it up. It's fantastic. I mean, it's not fantastic, obviously, but it's great. Of its time. Like an 80s electro ballad. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's something else. They're all words, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) They are all words, Kevin, you're right. There's a lot of 80s on the the Christmas Day mix. That's why you should listen to it with audio. (laughs) Yeah. All the stuff you picked up in the car boot sale. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so, is there one tune in particular that sort of 
that, that, that epitomizes this early these early influences that people had on you. Well, yeah, it would because I mean it's because the first time I heard anything like it, I suppose, and that's uh, Gary Newman and Tube Army, our friends Electric, oh. and that just just really like stood out to us because yeah. as a as a youth, as a very young child, like them sort of noises was something you, you you're not accustomed to first time you hear them, like the bleepy sort of synthy noises and. That, that fantastic. I still love it to this day, and I still always will. I think it's an absolute tune. It's uh, a beast. I had a dig around on YouTube. It's got a collective about ten million views through the different videos and yeah. versions of it you see up there, and the version on Spotify has got about eight million players as well. So it's a it's a huge tune. That one. It's class. Yeah, it's a huge tune. Um, so uh, for your early influences, tune. We are going to play some some Tubeway Army, uh, our friends Electric.
Electric by Tubeway Army or Gary Newman. Uh, that was from the album Replicas from 1979. I do believe that's right, yes. um, uh, What's that label again? Uh, that, uh, that was on Beggar's Banquet. Uh, I thought so. Um, all the labels and details and everything were provided by Alex for us today. Um, they were provided by the internet. They were provided by the internet, yeah. <laughs> so they provided by our devil. I, I, went, yeah. I, did, I did have to delve into the devil of Discogs to try and find out some of, the, some of the information yeah. in any case we'll, we'll swiftly move on to the second part of the podcast which is the finding your own feet so what sort of tunes were you getting into when you started digging around for music yourself what did you well, find yourself listening to because like I mentioned before my sister was listening to loads of uh, like uh, Nirvana and stuff like that and grunge, grunge metal stuff like that. I listened to a lot of that earlier but I didn't really kind of find any of it myself it wasn't it was just kind of trickled down from her yeah so then when I, I suppose I really kind of was a bit of a, a late because I was spoiled I was a late starter finding my own music yeah because there was so much being played in the house that was just, that just was all right in any case yeah so yeah. When, I was, when I was about 17 I decided I wanted to break dance right yeah Mint. Um, so I got quite into hip-hop and I didn't know anyone who liked hip-hop at the time right uh, or anyone who liked breaks or something that you could break dance to so I had to find all of that out for myself which is quite tough when the, you kind of use the internet yeah before, yeah. before yeah. the internet you could just go ah break yeah, dancing so, yeah so I was trying to find stuff was like it was like I'd go to like uh, dance city and like if you just went yeah, the hand around Gateshead, you could see Smith spinning his lips in fucking <laughs> Libyan streets on his bit of cardboard. I oh, did. Yeah. I had a bit of Lionel that I used to take out with us, like, and I, I, I stood through it on the first day, so that didn't <laughs> very long. Oh, dear. But, uh, but yeah, so I was just trying to find stuff like that. So I got quite heavily into Woo, uh, which I regret, Jurassic 5, which I regret, which was like, because uh, they're awful. That's what Ransom would call us, Gosforth hip hop. Right. <laughs> 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 so it's uh, it's good and it's fun and it's all harmless and stuff like that. And it was, and let's say it was just, it, it, I was never really about the MC and it was more about the beats for me. Beats yeah. and breaks. Yeah, beats and breaks. So it was just trying to find stuff like that and, and just hunting in RPM, listening to stuff and just picking up things that were in 
a certain section and be like, oh, can I listen to that and listen to that. Same in HFV when they used to have the horrible CDJ. Yeah. That was there at the end of the, the CD. Yeah. Like, and I was just going to take a pile of CDs and just like trawl through them. Sit and listen to them. Sit and listen to them in the shop and then like, oh, I'll buy that one. That's got four good tunes on it. Yeah. But yeah, so that was kind of just hunting through stuff. So it was a lot of break, not breaks as the genre breaks, but like sort of break beat hip hop. Stuff party tunes. Yeah, so who was like who was on that sort of mixtape that you had of tunes that you were trying to break to? Uh well, one of them one actually had Prodigy on, which was quite it had Poison by the Prodigy, it was like a break official break dancing uh oh, I've forgotten which competition it was. It was like Now break dance. No <laughs> <laughs> No, that's why I was spinning on your head. No, it wasn't it was like a um Battle of the Air C D or something like that, the Breakdance Championship from Two thousand and three, no, not even three. Wouldn't even three. We like ninety something, and that had like poison, uh, had like sick record stuff on, and uh, nice. and um, sort of the Mexican Babe Ruth things like that. Um, Jackson, what's it? The Jackson Sisters, uh, Miracles. That was a, a belt of tune to dance to. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, they've all got like they're all like classic breaking tunes, um, and and the one that I've picked for this section is particularly like it's the proper B boy anthem. It is like I when, do love this track like Yeah, to be fair, when I when I looked it over, I was quite happy that we were going to play this like sort of. I don't it, think you can beat it. Dance music and not like this record or like any sort it's of like one of the most sample tunes yeah, ever, ever as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's one of those breaks. The 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 it's it it's the Apache break, isn't yeah. it? It's like up with the Armin break is one yeah. of those ones that people recognise and can pull out of a tune. It's like it's like watching a film and hearing a Wilhelm scream and stopping for yeah. a second and like and just knowing just how uh, get in that sample. That's my favourite scream. It's your favourite <laughs> the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we sit and watch films and wait for it to happen and give it you know the yeah. ironic little cheer, the little way. Star Wars have said they're gonna stop using it as well, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. That's no, some, that's some, not. That's some bitter taste for you. <laughs> oh, that's oh, JJ. What's he playing at? I They're ruining Star Wars. Yeah, you can play the Wilhelm game with every Star Wars. Definitely, yeah. like yeah, it's one of those samples. It's one of the best. But yeah, yeah. anyway, the tune yeah. <laughs> drifted off. Yeah. We'll come and tease you with what tune we're gonna pick, and then <laughs> top of screen straight into Star Wars. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, so yeah, we're uh, the incredible bongo band in Apache, which is like, it's just mint. It is. It's just class. Yeah. It's just brilliant. Like, and every time I was out clubbing and you'd hear it, I'd just be like, you'd hear the, the, the beginning of it and I'd be straight in a circle, just like sliding on my head, but end up with a graze the full length of my head. <laughs> yeah, I used to get like a graze from like, like the, the beginning, the crown of my, well, the beginning of my head to like, to my crown, just like a big graze and like, right across my head. And then the next day I'd go out clubbing and do it again just again and just ruin it just not learn I've got like scar tissue on my head oh. <laughs> but you know like every time you had a tune like straight in just like got to throw down just you had to get straight in there with your signature move yeah the head slide the bloody head slide <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was uh, but the tune's just mentioned it just reminds us of when I when I could do stupid things and roll around on the floor and not hurt myself yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were just talking before about age and saying that yeah. the age is ruining all of us. Like, just yep. slowly yeah. the older we get, yep. you're the same crippling. age as me, the parallel of 35, and it is, it's just crippling age, isn't it? Yeah, it's not fun. Like, just all of the moving you used to be able to do when you were young and pay no consequence for, and now you do a quarter of that movement yeah. and you hurt. Catch up time. Catch up time. Just sit down and put my socks on, it's just like, oh, I can't. Just, uh, <laughs> it's just like, nah, it's, it's no good, but you know. 
At least I don't get ID'd anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. That swings around. Oh, swings around, swings around about. Right, sound. So, for the Finding Your Own Feet section, uh, this is the incredible bongo band, uh, Apache. Yeah, Apache.
And there you have it. What a that tune, what a tune, what a tune, guys. It it's a bit of a bust out, isn't it? It's an absolute beast. Like. Almost, it? almost slammed my head myself. Yeah, I was just <laughs> about to say. You want to spin around like a daft cunt. Yeah. <laughs> If Gav had Lionel not carpet, I would have been there, but he hasn't. Oh, that's <laughs> it. I'm not getting a carpet. That's it. That's it. I could have rolled a bit out from the shed, but you know. No, that's going to take it's, it's, it's a cold winter night. I know. It's a cold winter night. Uh, yeah, that was Apache by the incredible Bongo Band on the album Bongo Rob 1973 on Pride Records. Lush. Which is mint information. You see, we are educational, YouTube. <laughs> we are proper educational. Sweet. Well, let's roll straight into section three. Um, and we'll first rave memories, I think you'll find out. That, that's right. Let's talk about your first rave memories. So, um, you've, I, I, we've, we've known each other for a while. I know you've yeah. been in many, many raves. <laughs> Do you remember your very first rave? I remember. Well, yeah, I remember. I remember what it was. You remember what it was. <laughs> I remember what it was. You remember parts of it. I remember parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. The, uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um, Do you want to give all the glossed over version to remember? Yeah. <laughs> it Pingers, been... something, something, something. <laughs> Pingers, hands in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember eating a full pizza on the way home to watch everyone's shock. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, it was uh, it was a, a turbulence. 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 Because a late starter again. Eighteen, I was. Topic. Topical. Turbulence. Topical. Uh, two thousand and one, December two thousand and one. Right. DJ hype, so oh. he didn't turn up, obviously. Right. <laughs> hype is Newcastle. Uh, was it L Double? I think played as well. So it was just so it wasn't anything like spectacular, but I, uh, as my first dip of my toes into the rave, pingers, etc. Yeah. Um, Hashtag pingers are cush. And it was just, I just fell in, fell in love with the rave after that. Yeah. You gotta love the rave though. Yeah. It's it's very much the bit that I fell in love with. Like it's it's the overall. The arc of everything. It's not particularly the music or the banter. It's just a bit of everything. Yeah, it's everything just the rave. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was a life-changing experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was. Um, yes, yeah, for two thousand and one. Shit, that's a long time ago. Um, yeah, isn't it? Time ago. Yeah, but it was just, it's time just, ago. Like back when, just it was just drum and bass. There was no subgenres as such. Yeah. And it was just all. Uh, no genre Nazian. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a bit of a genre Nazi anyway. I want a little bit of a not a music Nazi. I just like what I like, and I don't like what other people like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fickle. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just the tunes were like it was just fucking brilliant. Just I met like all of my friends who are my friends now, pretty much. You met through the rave. Through the rave, through yeah, through turbulence, most of them as well. Yeah. It was just uh, that was it was quite a family atmosphere at Turbulence, wasn't yeah. it? Like it was everyone else. would turn up once and well, everyone would turn up once a month, and it was like you know like meeting for your Sunday dinner with the family, but just yeah. more fun. A lot more fun. A lot <laughs> more fun. It was fantastic. Like, a lot less gravy. A lot less gravy. Some definite rave soup on the floor, though. Oh, yeah, it just ruined many pairs of yeah. and t-shirts. That uni floor was uh, notoriously bad for the rave soup, like manky, like but brilliant fun nonetheless. Yeah, you'd have enjoyed the. I mean, the old turbulence days. You used to have the big drum and bass in one room, and you'd have hype up in the other. Yeah, like yeah, so I used to still break dance in the other room every so often. Go through there and slide on my head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do myself a mischief. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you know, you've, you've got you've got to hit the stereotypes. You've got, yeah, you've got to, you've got to hit your moves, haven't you? 
Everyone's got the everyone's got the big yeah, you should, you're seeing the moves. Also when I kinda of started being dance and which I hate oh, well, I kinda of don't like now, but uh, <laughs> back then I just think it was great. So I was like, well, hey look at him, he's dancing around like a idiot. It's great. It was uh, yeah, that was the beginning of that sort People of were just envious of your energy, man. Yeah, I wish I'd give anything to have that energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was uh, I don't know where I got it well, I do know where I got it from, but uh, it was uh, yeah, great glory days. The glory days. The glory days. Right? Yeah, it was fantastic. It was, yeah, the, it was. It was just a couple of years later when I was getting my moniker as well. Yeah. For uh, for MC in, in the rain at a Glastonbury in a high vis jacket. It's just what it's just what happens. You get stuck with these yeah, things. Don't you? Me and you first sort of met when when I first got on turbans. Yeah. That's when I went. I first went turbans with Tony and Danny. Yeah, and you obviously made for Tony. So I was, I was at uni with Tony, yeah, who's yeah. now my landlord. Yeah. <laughs> <Which> is, uh, <laughs> yeah, everything goes full circle. But yeah. no, we were doing we were doing uh, uh, drama together. Yeah, yeah, being uh, being all actory and stuff like that. When he worked at Tilly's, yeah, he did. Yeah, a few years before I lived above it, uh, which is amazing. It's funny how little this city is, isn't it? It is funny. <laughs> everyone knows. Everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone. So, if it wasn't the big headline act that was supposed to be playing that you remember, what tune is it from your first ray of memory that sort of no, stands out as one? I, can't, I might be cheating a bit because I can't be 100% certain that I heard it out of this one, but I'm pretty sure it was on because we'll, it was off the time. We'll give you some liberties. Yeah, yeah. I but, think uh, uh, everyone deserves a bit of liberty. It'll have to be Planet Dust by Bad Company. <laughs> it's just absolute beast of a tune. It's a turbulent song, isn't it? It's yeah. just a beast of a tune. Like, yeah. Bad Company were the boys anyway. Well, were the boys anyway. They used to just smash it. Like, because all their tunes would just be like, like Atlantis, uh, The Nine. The Nine? Yeah. It's just like, even like Hornet and Torpedo later on. It's just bangers. It's just class. Yeah. And so that, that tune, and it's that. Drum yeah, and bass one, bangers. Oh, it was on the the first drum and bass CD I ever bought as well, like the drum and bass arena mixed by DC two thousand and one as well. That was right. on, that was on it, and it was just the best tune on the album as well. So it was just, I think I listened to it every day for two years. I went to the drum and bass arena New Year's Eve party two thousand and two, yeah. which would have been like that. I'm sure, I, like at one point, Tarantula was playing in every room. Like it was just it was just bizarre wandering around the NEC arena in Birmingham and just. Or just it was just drum and bass everywhere, and you walked from one room to another, and it sounded it just sounded like tarantula was on in every room. It was weird. Uh, uh, that's my my, <laughs> my my that's my my memory of that. Um, right, Mint. Well, for your first rave memory tune, let's play a bit of Bad Company. This is Planet Dust.
And there you have it. That was Bad Company, Planet Dust, from the album Book of the Bad 2001 Prototype Records. And that was... Prototype years, man. Yeah. Uh, Massive Yeah, that was, as they say, as they say, an absolute banger. Yeah, good. Spot on. We like bangers. We like a bit of a festival We like bangers. We like bangers. Just fucking anything like that. Uh, Any any of those girls. Shenanigans. That didn't work, so just move on. Just move on. We'll rumble straight on at the Festival Fever. So Woo! we know you like a bit of a festival moment. Like we've, been, festival. we've been uh, we've been to festivals before. Yeah. Um what sort of stuff gets you gets you going to a festival? What sort of, what sort of festivals have you been to? Uh Glass and Marie, big one. Uh which is not as not as commercial and bad as everyone thinks it is. You've got to get to the, the, the back end of it and you, it's, it's great, it's, it's mint. Yeah, um, there's always lots going on. Bang face, obviously. Yeah. Everyone loves a bang face weekend there. Yeah. Um, they're grand, grand, fantastic. Are you still a 100 percenter? Yes, I'm still a 100 percenter every yeah. weekend. Yes. <laughs> Not, there's a few of Me, you, Drew. Drew. Oh, yeah, that, that's all I know. Mm. Yeah, Everyone. he's done well. Secret triad. <laughs> um, uh, Boomtown, been Boomtown a few times. Like, yeah, Boomtown's good. Did you come to Glade with us? No, I didn't go to Glade. I didn't go to Glade. Yeah, we did Glade. I don't know why I sometimes sort of remember you at Glade. Um, I think it's just because all of those festivals just sort of blend into one. Yeah, kind of all mush into one. Yeah, I can Grass, remember tents. I can remember being Drums. <laughs> pingers, loads yeah, of pingers. I remember being at Glastonbury with you and me nearly pulling down a herbal high stand. Yes, when I, I, sli- I slipped on the mud and. Like nearly, nearly pulled the whole business down. It was. Uh, it was a muddy year, yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, it was monkey. Yeah. Wasn't it just after the Orbital played their last gig ever? Yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah <laughs> again. Play. Yeah, that was after that. Yeah, Sunday night. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what sort of things do you like to catch at festivals? Well, we just said just Orbital. The rave, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Tech, it is. tech, I love a bit of techno at a at a festival that we've yeah. played. Because you can just stomp away at it for hours. Techno in the sunshine. Uh, techno in the sunshine. Techno in the rain, even. Just because you, you can just stomp away. You just keep going. And it's just like. Uh, I'm not talking about your minimal techno. I'm talking about proper techno. Proper yeah. techno. techno. Stampy techno. techno. Stampy techno. And you just, like, like I say, you just plod away and you can keep going and going and going. And you, there's no sort of like. If you want like a drum bass or hardcore or like you have a dancing, it's like every so often you might need to sit down or a. Whatever this, you can just dance for like in ten hours if you need to. Yeah, <laughs> if you need to. If you need to. Yeah. If you, if, if you just if to dance for ten hours every song. Yeah, I sometimes feel like I just need to get the rave out of your system. You yeah. know what I mean? You can just you can go and just go boom bash, get the whole rave out of your system, get it out, and just feel a lot better for it. Definitely. It's feel a lot better for it. But it's a, ah, it's a, festivals where you just kind of forget that you like have any other responsibility. Yeah. Which is yeah. the good thing about them. You can just crack on and. It's very much an escape from real life. Yeah, it is. definitely. That's nice. why you get festival blues when you get home. It's, like, it's funny because uh, sometimes it's not the actual music that you miss, it's just the environment and all your mates being yeah. there. And, yeah. and I, um, I can't be a fucking absolutely massive bellend for three days. Yeah. Four, five sometimes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the long Glastonbury ones when you arrive on a Wednesday and the music doesn't even start until a Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> like, get out to mayhem yourself in those fields at Pilton. A lot of festivals are getting like that way now, aren't they? getting people in earlier yeah. well, Boomtown's like that now as well Boomtown you rock up on the Wednesday and just like leave on the Monday it's just an absolute mess a haze yeah a mess but it's ah, they're great fun I don't get to do them as often as I used to yeah but you know great fun yeah 
they are great fun. Like we've been to so we've been to some class festivals, like some class times, and we had some good stuff. So, like of all of the things you've seen at festivals, is there mm-hmm. anyone in particular that stands out? Uh, well, all the things I've seen at festivals, I've seen some fan. Like mm-hmm. the good thing about festivals are you see people that you never really would normally see. Yeah. So I see like James Brown at Glastonbury. Which was and like, he's dead, so you know, not yeah. to see him again. Made a song about it. still alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, seeing like all oh, those last ever gig. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Chemical Brothers live and stuff like that. It's not like it's you know it's not the proper rave, but you just kind of get lost in it and just be like a big big tent. Just there. in the atmosphere. Yeah, and you? then like you can see like tiny little acts you've never heard of in tiny tents and just like I remember being through one and two Boomtown once. Uh, we were clattered like, like what very wide-eyed clattered um four past this, this little unit and it was playing like it's on a japanese happy hardcore and you know it's like well, we're obviously going to go in there yeah so <laughs> about it, just some young lads just djing we're like this is amazing and like i have no idea who she was but like it, it was fucking brilliant and you're just like this is what festivals are about like yeah seeing random stuff festivals are about moments it's, it's yeah, those little yeah, moments that are created while you're doing well, you're just on the rave, yeah. I suppose. That's the, that's the, that's the thing with being on the rave. On the rave is, is it's it's not always just about the music. It's about the adventure. Yeah, I quite like wander. Like that's another reason I go. I suppose to kind of like just wander off and just have my own sort of chat with people that you don't normally chat to. Yeah. Yeah. See things you don't normally see. It's like because you know like. I love everyone in Newcastle, but like I see them all the time. So when you go to a festival, you want to come just you know converse with people you don't see. Yeah, all the just time. be daft with other dafties. Yeah, yeah. Especially at Barnface, where there's people there that are only see at Barnface yeah, like, yeah. every year. Yeah. Like, oh, you That's just cracking yeah, days as well. People. Yeah, I've got I've got a load of I've got a load of mates that I've made just through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. definitely. Just like Sean, mate Sean from Bristol, like he just was wandering past my chalet and I was playing tunes, and he's like, "These tunes are epic." Got Sean's poster up on yeah. there from when we got him up in town. Yeah, yeah. To come yeah. and play. He just uh, wandered in my chalet because like, oh, can I listen to these tunes? I was like, yeah, yeah, and then we've been friends for like six, seven years now. Yeah. So like ever since. Just, he's a lovely lad as well, he's isn't he? Ass, really he's a yeah. Mint. So, um, if you had to, if you had, had to, to pick one, yeah, if you had to pick, pick one, if you well, had to uh, boil it all down and pick one tune. Of all the massive big festivals I've been to, I'm picking this tune, and the first time I heard it was at the Green Festival. What in the castle Such an exotic location. Yeah, hello. Like, uh, uh, and it's uh, in the little techno tent. It was like when it was the techno tent was small. It wasn't even when it wasn't even the big stage. And, uh, You'd be lucky if you get 13, 15 people yeah, in there. Yeah, like. class. And uh, it's um, Murder Was the Bass by DK8. And it's a proper stomper. Like, it's banger. Class. Another banger. Yeah, it's another one of those stompers, isn't it? Always gets us up on the feet like it's class. Right. Sound. Well, in that case, uh, let's just play it straight out. So this is DK8. Murder Was the Bass.
That was DKA, that was Murder Was The Bass, from the Murder Was The Bass EP, 2003, DK Records. Stomping. Stomping. Some good remixes of that as well. Some good drum bass remixes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to look into it. Uh, Raiden's got one. It's class. It's really good. It's going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, It goes, wah, wah, wah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost there. Uh, typical. <coughs> typical Raiden. Right, sound. Well, we'll move on to section five, which is we're breezing through these. We're breezing we through them. Um, this is well, the, the tubes are like all the tubes are fifteen minutes long, so you know swings and roundabouts. Well, that's all right. You know, we're just <laughs> we're just creating. Con- we're, we're, we're putting content out there. Educating, girl. That's what we are. That's what we're doing. We're educating. Educating. That's exactly what we're doing. Speaking of educating, let's uh, crack straight on with the shared discoveries. So <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts of the show. This is when we get our ask our guest to share who they think other people should be listening to. So um, you said that you, you know, that, that you listen to a wide range of music and that yeah. you, that you'd, you'd say that you are a little bit of a genre Nazi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you particularly say anyone should be listening to one particular artist? Who should people be listening to? At the moment, people should be listening to Frags. People should be listening to Frags? Frags, Frags Portuguese DJ. Uh, he runs uh, Yellow Stripe Recordings. I heard of, heard of him through another DJ called Blast, who is amazing on the decks. Blast so, is absolutely superb. Like he's like the Andy C of hard drum and bass. He just can do four decks mixing, just amazing. So I heard a couple of this, this young lad's tunes, Frags' tunes are on one of his mixes, and his tunes are like Stompers, really good. He's had stuff on Prospect now as well. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's, he's killing it. He's been all over loads of labels. Yeah, he's killing it at the minute, like. Um, I mean, the tune I've picked is a few years old, but it's still a, just an absolute beast. Like, and I've been listening to him for a while now, but he's still not that well known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen him play? I have seen him play. Yes, I've seen him play twice. So I've played at Boomtown and at Bankface. And he was fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, epic. Really good. Played some of my favourite tunes. He's yeah. just a mid DJ. Yeah, well, that's it. Lynch Sometimes it can, that's it. That's it. You, 
sometimes people are just good producers or good DJs, but when people can do both, it's a bit sickening, yeah. isn't it? It's just, it is a bit sickening, yes. Yeah. He's a talented young man. Talent. That's the dog next door. Just confer <laughs> It's confirming the talent is what he was doing. Oh, yes, I agree. All right, sound. So if people should be, he's absolutely agreeing as well. Thank you, Ollie. <laughs> Shut up. Um, right, sound. So if people are going to be listening to Frags, what tune should they be listening to? All of them, but I've picked Party Banger. Right. Uh, because it's like Ron Seal. Ah. <laughs> it's just a Party Banger. Ah, I love that. I love it's, that. It's it's just classic. It's just it goes and it just keeps going. There's a little and there's a nice little break in the middle. You think it's over and it's not over. Nah. Yeah. And there's that one last drop. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. Like. Super duper. So. Let's go. Frogs party banger.
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you were absolutely that was right. On the mighty, mighty Yellow Straight recordings. Yeah, and you check were... all their shit out. Fucking class tunes. Yeah, someone should book all of them to play in Newcastle. All of them. Yeah. Are you listening to Spud <laughs> and Lime Wax? And Lime Wax. Yeah. Yeah. If we just keep bullying them, it, 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 yeah. it will eventually. No. You will. You won't. You won't. <laughs> we know you're listening. <laughs> Sound. Well, we'll scroll straight on to the next section of the podcast. This is when we talk about whether or not you are one of those arms in the air type people or whether or not you are a screw face. So, Addy, do us a favour. Set the scene. Right, you're coming up. <laughs> Always that. But you're coming <laughs> through the crowded band face. You're obviously going towards the front right speaker because Jordy's always at the front right speaker. And there's somebody on stage, they're just about, you know, it's building, it's building, and fucking the drop hits, hands in the air, or are you screw facing down? I'm a screw facing down. Way. There we go. We don't mind a screw face. I'm a screw facing down. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely, that's absolutely oh, sound. Although, the tune I've picked, I'm an arms up. Oh, never. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all right. We like a bit, we, we, we don't mind a bit of both. Uh, Mike Technos was an emotional screw face. Yeah, emotional yeah, screw yeah, face. yeah. He'd screw his face up because he'd get emotional with a tune. But that's a, no, no. That that sounds. So, what sort of tunes is it like? So, so obviously, you've got the two different well, I'm a, types. So, I'm a screw facer because, like, primarily, I like really fucking hard, fast, 
tunes and you, it's like arms up in the air. You can't. You haven't got time to do that. You've got. You want to be put like punching the ground and slashing <laughs> inflatables. Yeah. <laughs> slashing inflatables with my keys because they're a pain in the fucking ass. And then, and then like yeah, head down, head down, get on with it. <laughs> yeah. But, but if you, it's a tune, like a tune I've picked and it's a bit more sort of euphoric, sort of it's a uh, look up and look at all the smiley happy faces. And yeah. Just so there are tunes out yeah. there that make those arms go slam. Yeah, yeah. Woof, up in the air. So you're not very much a screw face for this tune. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because I mean, I'm just like, as soon as well. it goes, as soon as it goes again, <laughs> I'm giving it away, I'm just like, oh, I'm into that. Yeah, like, it's yeah. screwy as well, but like, you the arms up, then down into the yeah. screw. <laughs> just the way it builds, I'm just yeah. like, oh, I, I want to go and fucking knife the fuck out of somebody yeah come yeah. on you can see the veins bulging on Addy's neck yeah. as he like wind, he's wi- it, winding up and winding up it does make us aggressive like too much coffee <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry no more coffee for you tonight then um man so like it what what is it what what what, what is it about this tune that makes it more arms up in the air when you, if you're normally a screw face, what is it about um, this tune um, that particularly makes you feel the other way I mean, to how you normally like, feel? Like, like Annie says, it's the it's just like there's this build and it's like a, a build and a release almost. Right. It's just like, and it's it's another something about it. It's just I mean I've seen I've seen the DJ play this tune because he plays live. I've seen him play it twice. Both times I've seen him play, it, and you just kind of it's, you just like get the fuck in when, yeah. <laughs> when it drops. It's, it's just like go on, crack on, son, get in. And it's there's something about it. It just makes it. It's, it's an elation when you hear it. Yeah, yeah. as long as it elicits that, it elicits that emotion. Yeah, that's it. Makes you want to wing it's your arms. It's almost like a, like a driving force. It's just yeah. like just pushes you on. It's an amazing record. No, Glad someone's picked it. No, <laughs> oh, get in. That, that, that's that's the thing about this, these lists like they're all quite difficult to do I mean I know you had bother yeah, doing yours really as well hard. like everyone has bother doing it and there's certain songs that me and Addy knew at the start of the season that were wanted to get played at one point yeah. this is one of the songs that Addy really wanted to get <laughs> on so uh, without picking it myself without picking it myself <laughs> yeah um, and a bit later we're going to play one of my favourites so like get in <laughs> absolutely you're welcome, buzzing. You're welcome. absolutely buzzing <laughs> just picking some bangers there Alex yeah definitely so um, for Alex who is genuinely uh, or generally he's a screw face um, this is his arms in the air <laughs> moment um, this is Vitalik and the song is La Rock O One La Rock O One La Rock O One let's do it from the amazing uh, from okay, the amazing Al- okay, okay Cowboy album yeah. which is which is which is wonderful it's, shit yeah, outstanding. yeah amazing Right, let's go.
That was the arms in the air moment, and that was another absolute banger. Banger. Vitalik, Le Rock one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's from. As that we just said. makes us. I know. I know. I just want to go out and get thicker pingers right now. Uh, it is one of them shoes. Yeah. Like. yeah. Amazing. As we said, as we said, that's from the amazing OK Cowboy album from 2005, which was released on different. Um, Different, different, different. different. Yeah, just said, uh, it just said different. different. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It just doesn't really give you much to go by there. It just yeah. says it was released. It was released by different. different. I don't know if it was just released a different way or if that is actually right. the genuinely the name of the record label. Um, but yeah, different. Different. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a bit confusing. I was like, should I write different or is that just a posh way? Well, not a, a less posh way of saying various. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even think of it that way. It could have been. It could have been a less informal way of saying it, couldn't it? 
Anyway, what we'll do is we'll roll on to the next section. Um, this is the dedication section yeah. of the podcast. So this is when we give you the opportunity to play a song for someone out there. So um, is there a song you'd like to play for someone? And yeah. what, what what would you like to play and who for? Well, it's, it's, it's from a mate Ranson. Amazing. Uh, uh, mate Diane Ranson, the big-headed twat. I love him, I love him very much. And uh, he turns on to a lot of music. Like, right. So this tune was... The, it was very nearly many tunes. He was the first person to show like a hardcore gamble and stuff like that. Right. So like it was near. It was. It's not. But it was nearly. Uh, Bring it raw. DJ promo. That was the first. Tune. That was yeah. the first hardcore tune I heard. That by, and then he shows like. Um, What's it called? Kid Six or Six and stuff like that. Was I ne- love Kid Six or Six. All that Tiger Beat stuff's amazing. It was nearly uh, never underestimate the value of a holler, which is 15 minutes long, so you'll be glad I didn't put that one. I could have but, definitely extended the, the length, you know, yeah. creating more and more content for you. But he did. He introduced us to uh, this little Canadian imp called Knife Iron Chop, <laughs> who is the, the best thing he did introduce to, and Knife Iron Chop was just fucking brilliant. Just yeah. like, it's like, a proper the the soundtrack to my like very early twenties and like late teens just like amazing tunes and uh right. we party were recording tunes. yeah oh, they are they're just proper party, party tunes party, like proper party tunes. Party there's tunes. a few the there's there's a few of the ones that he does that got like mashed up and remixed in and they're just yeah. banging we all we were talking about them earlier on um That's were you at the other rooms when he played yeah, at the been, other rooms I was at every I've been at every gig he ever played in Newcastle so yeah I, uh, he stayed in my house after the other rooms in fact my Ranson's house we lived together right and we made, uh, Jack who booked them were trying to bundle them into a like a taxi cab in Japan the next day and he's like he was <laughs> smashed and he just didn't want to leave my house he's like can I just stay here and keep partying with the guys and he made Jack was like no we have to go to Japan tomorrow and he had like pushing through like and the customers were just like bumbling about like, <laughs> oh <laughs> dear and, me like and like if you ever see like Chop he's a tiny lad like little guy but he makes such Big yeah. tunes I, like I, I heard a rumor that he now owns a dog walking business. Yeah, he this is something. Yeah. This is something I'd heard as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, that he has a dog walking business. Uh, what he used to make just like party tunes, yeah, like, party like party tunes. and I think like some of the kids who were kind of started getting into hardcore and stuff like that, and the sort of this up tempo stuff. They they bomb the, his tunes. They'd be like, this is yeah. it's like if it's like good, also a little bit novelty and fun, but still yeah. good and solid and like got a good hook. And it's just something that kids should be listening to. Definitely. And my mate Ranson put us on to because it's about Ranson really, sorry. I yeah, just yeah. totally forgot about him. That's all right, that's fine. That's who <laughs> but, the dedication's actually but, for. But he's like, and he's like turning us on and all this sort of stuff, which very much shaped all my tastes. Yeah. Like, for the future. Yeah. It's uh, a good shape to taste. It's, it's a good shape to taste. <laughs> bear shaped. <laughs> <laughs> I like tasting that bear shape. Bear shaped. Bear shaped. Bear shaped. I like so, a bear shape. Yeah, Addy's got, Addy's got an amazing uh, nice story. Cool. He's all sat at the Cooper and shouting, "Where's your bear hat?" And then, <laughs> until he put his bear hat on, and then I changed it to, "There's your bear hat." <laughs> Just scream at him. It did. He wore it all did. the time, and then when he didn't wear it that one time, I was like, "I'm not fucking having this." Like <laughs> to the front, "Where's your bear hat?" For the whole set until right then, he put it on. Like uh, the first time you played at, um, at the Black Swan Art Centre. Yeah. yeah. The first time you played there, like um, with Smurf. 
Drew, Drew stole his jacket. <laughs> like, well, the, the, the cloakroom and someone gave this jacket to Drew and Drew was like, it's a nice jacket, I'll have that worn off. And then like, my mate Billy came and found me in the queue for the taxi, he was like, someone stole my jacket. He looked at Drew and went, where did you get it? <laughs> Drew was like, uh, give it, it was nice. So I took it and he was just like, took it off Drew and had to give it back to him. <laughs> I folded. And then like, he was like, don't, don't tell, like, don't tell Billy, because that's nice. So don't tell Billy when you get in. Like he stole his jacket and first thing Drew stole. Oh, by the way, sorry for oh, your jacket. jacket. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, he's really upset about it. Oh, dear yeah, me. Just like, brilliant. Uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, and, but, for So this tune's for Anson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's absolutely kosh. This is the tune I was talking about earlier about wanting to play. Uh, this is one of the ones that comes on regularly. It's on my playlist yeah. on Spotify. I listen to it all the time because it's just one of those sort of booty bass ish yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that just it gets us in the mood like there's a just, lot of his tunes are like that though it's just like yeah, oh, yeah that's fucking mid yeah, yeah. It's proper hooky just like hooky that's a good hooky, way of describing yeah, it yeah they've all got a little hook right like, it's just catchy yeah. Famous, yeah. like, I think it's hooked on yeah hooked on a bonus yeah it's a class tune yeah. it does that re- uh, well, him and snares did that remix of milk which is absolutely oh, amazing yeah. as well um, milk, you milk. Did like a remix for Panacea, Panacea tune called Chartbreaker as well. Yeah, I've got that as well. That's fucking excellent. great tune. I've only got one vinyl and it's that on vinyl. Huh. <laughs> yeah, so. Elitist. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in. Well, uh, let's play some Knife Hand Chop and the tune you selected to play it's is. Dirty New York. Right, banging. So, uh, would you like to introduce it and dedicate it to Ranson? Daniel Ranson, this is Dirty New York for you, you fat headed twat. <laughs> Shine coming off 
that was Dirty New York, that was Knife Hand Chop, that was played for uh, Daniel Ranson. Yeah. Um, we hope you we hope you enjoyed it. He's a lovely, lovely man. He is a lovely, Massive lovely game. man. He is a lovely man. Um, uh, that was released on Tiger Beat in two thousand and six. So anyway, strolling straight on to the guilty pleasures Ooh, section. Guilty so pleasures. this this category is still overwhelmingly. Uh, owned by the first guest will have pegs because the tune that pegs picked was just Shocker. fucking awful. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> just it's just absolutely awful. Um, but we'll see what uh, you throw in into the conversation <coughs> here. So, what sort of guilty pleasures do you have in music? Do you have many? Um, well, like I mentioned earlier, I like my eighties. Yeah, I like all the eighties sort of stuff, which uh, some people consider a guilty pleasure, but I don't really. I yeah, think, I mean that's something other people might be uh, dismissive of or sort of think look down on but I'm I'm alright with that I'm yeah I don't I don't care I don't care I love the 80s stuff oh, yeah, I will yeah. I will dance to it and probably sing along yeah. to it um, like, especially like pissed Oh, yeah. definitely pissed. What in 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 Sergeant Pepper? It's so, normally in Sergeant Pepper's <laughs> well drinking two cans for a fiver. Strong will. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's special in there. I'm, yeah. I'm I've never been. You've never been. I've never been. Oh, I'm floor in the bathroom. It's got a grate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Refuse to go in with my trainers. I just need, no, no. These trainers are nice. And it's a good really, and pissy floor grade. It's a really special venue with it a very is. with a very particular atmosphere. And oh, clientele. Is, and clientele. Yeah. That's you're very right. Diplomatic the way you've worded that. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm, it. I'm always amused when I walk past and it says that it sells food, and I was like, who's going to? Who's going to Sergeant Peppers for food? We should go to, like when so when when they advertise their Sunday dinner. I just I just wonder what actually gets served on a Sergeant Pepper Sunday dinner. I think it's strong like, instead of gravy. It's, it's, yeah. it's like Brenda's dog strong food, chicken, yeah. dog food chicken. Dog food, dog food. Unless it's pork, where it's normal because it's got animals. Yeah, dog food for you, a duck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if the eighties isn't really like. It, 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 you listen to the eighties stuff, but it's not really a guilty pleasure. Yeah. What other things do you listen to well, that you think you that well, are a bit more guilty pleasure? Sean Paul. Sean <laughs> Paul. Yeah. Me and True love a bit of Sean yeah. Paul. Like me and True love a bit like glue <laughs> by Sean Paul. I've, uh, that's awful. Um, it's canny bad, Sean yeah, Paul. Really like, bad. I'm like, not really. a fan. I know people who are fans, but I'm. I, I mean, like I, I wouldn't say I was like a fan. I think it's just there's some comedic sort of. <laughs> value to it it's like I don't understand a word he's saying as well which is like it's just well, what are you going on about mate <laughs> <laughs> like, it, uh, yes well, it's something about it's just a bit funny it's, that's a bit funny but um, something a bit daft about them yeah and uh, but uh, um, a lot of sort of like uh, the shit sort of garage as well like shit garage that's a guilty pleasure for yeah, as well that's, yeah. a, that's another one because that, 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 we had DJ Thumber on a few weeks ago he didn't think it was shit yeah. <laughs> he, loved, he, loved he, he it. absolutely and loved it and it was horrific he absolutely I was loved listening it. when I was going went to Germany that was on and I was listening back to it and I was just like it's garage. I don't think I messaged you I was like this fucking garage tune's fucking terrible that's when Addy elevated the garage tune all the way up to number two on the list yeah. like, <laughs> like not even as bad as Smith's own tunes and we know how Addy feels about Smith's yeah. music we know how he feels about that. Um, so, what sort of garage stuff? Well, the tune particularly gets your cheese going. The tune that I picked, and I pick, it is like it was first bang face weekend. I mean, Drew, um, we always pick, we always try to pick a bang face tune. Was that the was that the Nana year? Yes, it was the Nana year. The first year we went dressed as Nanas. Yeah. Also, when I was in the loft finding 
all sorts. Uh, I found my handbag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I lost my handbag. It was brilliant as well. I remember hitting the wall at Bankfest of the, the chalet and I put a hole in the wall, my handbag. <laughs> it was solid, like it was brick. It what was, did you have in it? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. That was just the bag. Just the handbags. Handbags, handbags were handbags. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a proper unit. It was. It was br- <laughs> but yeah, so the first Bankfest weekend, I ended, like, because it was. It was there's nothing like the first bank we got. You both it, know. Yeah, it was crazy. It, like it never to be replicated. Like lawless, amazing yeah. funness. Just like, and we, I was in the Guardian. Yeah, so me and Drew, like that was the yeah, we kind of just started. We create this thing called the Bankface Tune, which is just a tune which is a bit shit, but like fun and daft. And the tune we, we were listening to was there. Uh, Heartbroken by T2, and like, <laughs> and by the end of the, we played it so many times. By the end of the like the weekend, we were walking past people and they were going, oh, oh, action's cool, and we were like, ah, laughing at them, and they were like, what's that? You's playing that? We don't like it. What are you dickheads? And we were just like, <laughs> amazing. Ah, no, like, yeah, <laughs> just like managed to get that ear women at like loads of strangers at a festival. Yeah, <laughs> it was just yeah, it was so it's got special memories for. Her. So effectively, this is a tune that you use to troll people at a festival yeah but before trolling was a thing before we, trolling was even a yeah, thing and like we didn't even like we troll pioneers we yeah were <laughs> like, we were listening to it sort of from a point of fun and then they just realized that loads of people were like i really have they really didn't like that tune and but and we just forced it upon them and that made us even happier do you know what it is i, I had a quick look beforehand did it did a little bit of research to try and find out what sort of views this has got to see how guilty of a pleasure this could actually be so the main video on YouTube had over 10 million views. Wow. Um, Fuckload. Which is a massive load of tunes. But that's eclipsed by its Spotify. It's got 14 million plays on Spotify, the original version of that tune. That's they're, a collect- make, they're making bank off that. They are making bank <laughs> wow. off that one tune. Um, they even named the album Heartbroken. So I'm imagining there's not a lot more no, on no, that no. T2 album apart from this tune with Jody. Yeah, like not Jody Bigfoot. No, no, not Jody, <laughs> not Jody Bigfoot. Um, but yeah, um, by all intents and purposes, you're not alone. There's lots of no. people out there. How many of those plays on YouTube and Spotify do you think you're responsible for? Whoa. Well, I'm not Spotify, so none of them. So none YouTube, of them. A lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah definitely a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I say, most sort of after sessions, me and Drew will probably have it on at least twice. Yes, spot on. <laughs> Get in. Well, basically, you're you're just paying for their views, man. It's like well, you know, you're like, doing them a service. I'll keep them in Donny tracksuits. <laughs> <laughs> Get in. Well, well, let's uh, let's play this tune then. So over and done with. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so it's garage again for the guilty pleasures. It's like, like, like the third time someone's picked some garage as a guilty pleasure. Um, <laughs> this is T two heartbroken. <laughs> Sitting here at home, 
Guilty pleasure moment. That was more garage as a guilty pleasure on the On the Rave podcast. That was T2 featuring Jordy Heartbroken. Uh, collectively, more views on Spotify and YouTube than the opener we came out with the Gary oh, Newman. Gary Newman. Than, than the Most Gary Newman classic. Yeah, uh, tunes ever. Yeah, basically one of the biggest electro <laughs> tunes Smashed in ever. by fucking T2. Yeah, this featuring Jordy. Featuring Jordy. <laughs> like Jordy's getting them mad views, man. Yeah. Getting them mad views. We should get uh, on the podcast. We should get yeah, well, that's it. We <laughs> elevate our profile a little bit. Um, that's from the album Heartbroken from 2007. Um, on the all around the world label, which uh, we ha- had a little bit of a look in, and there's just there's not there's not much more good coming from that avenue. Addy, it's goat time. Ooh. And do you know what else? What? He's only gone and played his wild card. Coffee, coffee, wild card. Definitely. I imagine that was a lot though. Goat wild card. Goat wild card. It's happened a few times. It has happened a few times. So. Um, some people choose to like name two people as their goats. You've went a different direction. You've picked two tunes Twice. by the same act as a combination. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's what? an original. It's an original play. I mean, because these two people separately shit gold. Yeah. They do. Um, they do. Yeah. But when they're together, the shit platinum. <laughs> ah. <laughs> is that the, the more expensive metal yes, it is. yeah it's the more pre- just, the more precious of the metals isn't it they, they piss gold and shit metal and it, they're just fucking amazing together like uh, separately they're outstanding and like go and see them any chance you can separately together f- and like f- fight someone to go and see them yeah both of them are at this year's band face as well so yeah. get your asses down there amazing so do you want to tell everyone who who it is you've actually chosen we've managed to we've built them up it's a hellfish and producer yeah Way. amazing Fishy. absolutely stables of the on the Rift podcast people that have been mentioned multiple times already absolute Pro- beasts yeah producer's been mentioned a couple of times and so it's hellfish like so they're just they're like they're like I remember listening the first time I heard Bastard Sons of Raven just being like, yeah, this is the kind of music I like now. And that was it from then on. I was just like, that album was just fucking... And then I went and listened to everything they made before. And then I went and bought everything they made after. And yeah. it's just like, it's 
any time or any opportunity I get to see them, there could be like some other amazing act on I'm at a festival, I'm like, no, I'm going to go and see Elvis producer because I know it's going to be good. Yeah. It's one of those trusted good. ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like, like so there's there's certain people we were talking about it. Well, there's, there's people that rave, so you can always go and you can always expect to get a good performance from. Hellfish is one of those ones that we've seen in Newcastle and we've seen at yeah. festivals loads of times. Producer Luke, he's, he's a lovely bloke yeah. as well. Um, sound top banter, but when they're together, they're just they're poisonous, aren't they? It's amazing. Yeah, well, just like they just bounce off each other really well. Like it's because Hellfish so, looks so serious when he's behind the decks, and, and Luke's just like having a whale of a time. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just like all over the shop, just and it's just it just looks amazing. Like they're just. That's, I'm lost for words for how good they are. Yeah, a beautiful combination. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't you introduce the first tune and uh, tell us a little bit about it and why you picked it and then we'll play that and then we'll do the yeah. second tune, you know? The, like The first tune I picked is Rude Attitude off, uh, off Bastard Sons of Rave. Yeah, you said um, the 2002 album. Yeah, yeah, it's like, um, I remember hearing it and just being like, this is amazing. And like, it's this, all the tracks on that album are outstanding, but I think this one gets a little less sort of like, uh, Playing and love and, and it's just as good as any of the rest. And it's and it's it sounds ridiculous, but it's like my chill out hardcore tune. It kind of relaxes us and just like it's got like a really nice tempo to it and it yeah. just rolls. And it's and the hip hop samples obviously. Yeah, yeah everyone loves a good like a hip hop sample. Yeah, that's and these it. two definitely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some some chaos cut between them. You know, chaotically we were just talking about views. When I found the main video of this one, it had less than one hundred and fifty views. And it made us feel a bit sick that a yeah. tune that is this big just hasn't been played, man. Yeah, that's what so I mean. So get out like there and like it, you cunts. It's, it's, like it's, it's not as loved. It's like, it's kind of people just it's forget about it because it's, it's the album's so strong. Yeah. It, can, it would be easy to kind of like, but it's just, it is up there. It's just because of the talent pool, you know yeah. what I mean? You put yeah. two people who are that talented at that genre of music together, you, as you said, you, you are, you are going to make them pass fucking plan. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's just like so I thought I'd show some love for this one because I love it yeah mint well let's play this first one for you this is Rude Attitude from the Battered Sons of Rave Yeah, I know. Yes, sir. Come on, boy. 
of a tune. As we said, that was Rude Attitude from Bastard Sons of Rave. That was put out in 2002. Panic Mute and Death Chant. And uh, the whole nature of playing a wild card means we've got another tune to come. So. <laughs> you sound like they took our job, guys, from fucking South Park. You're horrendous. Um, you decided to play another Hellfish and producer tune. Good choice. Um, yeah, which, which is which is going down really well with Addy. He was really happy to see this one. Do you want to tell me a little bit about the second tune you picked? Uh, this is a tune called Head Grit, which is uh, on the album Constant Mutation. It comes towards like I think it's the second last tune on the album or something, and it's the album builds quite well and it gets to this point and this just fucking kicks off this tune like you think it's kicked in and then it when it properly drops you're like shit a fuck about that's just like <laughs> I, remember, I remember the first time i heard it because i just bought the album on cd and i was listening <clears> to it on, on king eddie's bay with drew at about six o'clock in the morning uh, on my disc man hold up my hand with one ear each and we were just like yes this is amazing yes what is this yes it's just thinking this was the best thing Ever, and we still think it's the best thing ever. It's just fucking relentless. It's amazing. Like it, it kicks the tits off in most tunes. Yeah, it, uh, when I had given the earful earlier, it's uh, it, it's it's heavy and monotonous, but there's something quite beautiful about it, isn't it's it? It's intense, like it's really yeah, good, like it's really really good. Intense is a good word to describe it. Adi, you're a fan of this one. I love it. Love it the bits. Yeah. Oh, his phone's gone. <laughs> it's not too famous to have his phone on. Hey. <laughs> Professionalism. Uh, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. So what we'll do, uh, we'll just stroll straight in and play that one. Um, uh, this tune is Head Grit. Check this out. We've come to the last and final record. <laughs> Let's 
Covey and Mr. <laughs> McMillan. The pair of daft cunts. That was mint. That was Hellfish and DJ producer. That was Headgrit uh, from 2000. Uh, and again, that's on Panic Mew and on Death Chant. We're down to the last question. Um, so we've come all the way. That, that's been really nice having but you here. Been a, I know been you. Been I know. I know you feel a bit. I know you felt a bit rough. I bless you. The best, but, uh, um, I know. No, bless you. Cotton socks were still coming through. I power through. Exactly. You've yeah. sold. You've sold it on. You've been. A, you've you been a be big a, lad. Maybe a place posthumously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and we'll stroll straight into it. And this is the last section of the podcast. This is when we start talking about personal anthems. Yeah. Now, with you saying you're a bit of a music connoisseur, I bet you this was one of the ones that was a ball deck. Um. Yes and no. Like I mean, it, it's hard to pick something that kind of. Um, I could just say that's that's that one tune that I live by because there's so many tunes that I'll be like, oh, right, you need to right. have this and you need to have this. There's like, there's loads of current value tunes, loads yeah. of like audio tunes, the current value and audio tunes, like loads of like, loads of like the, the the DJ I've picked, loads of his tunes, loads of like hardcore tunes, like like Healthy Future. Some of their tunes were nearly this, yeah. but um, I picked this one because. Uh, uh, I'm well known for being a bit of a grumpy Marty <laughs> right <laughs> uh, I think that and this one I love the tune I love the way it's set up and there's like no one kind of makes drum and bass it's a drum and bass tune spoiler um, no one makes this kind of tune anymore like this bleepy techy sort of tune yeah it's like a, a very certain sound that was at about sort of like 2006 which is when this tune was as well actually about this 2006 2007 drum and bass there was this sort of little sub-genre of it that I just f- bomb uh, it was great and this tune by the title and the lyrics as well they kind of strike a chord with how people might perceive me and how I sometimes am with <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah it's 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 classic to, I remember the first time I heard it as well I heard it out I think it was Caves or something I think it was uh, Tris played it I think um, yeah and it was just I mean Aaron just being like yes that's exactly my that's up my street up my yeah. back alley it was nice to see Tris. We were at the Turbulence yeah, recently, yeah, and it was nice to see, to see him. Yeah. That we haven't seen him for some time. Yeah. Like, um, it was just nice to see everyone. Like, the drum and bass sort of united a big part of Newcastle, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was a lovely little scene that was going. Like, I mean, it still is going now, but kind of, I think we caught like when we caught it, sort of ended like the beginning of the two thousands, and like it was just a really nice group of people. And it was, like I say, it wasn't split by subgenres. Then it was like everyone came together, and everyone was just sort of like in the same boat wanting to just have a laugh and yeah there was a sort of there was pre-internet as well so you it was before like, everything got a bit chin strokey I yeah thought, right? and like you're like what's this tune and one person would know the tune and like it, it would kind of just trickle through and it was good it wasn't just it used to look forward to like people hearing new tunes now you can kind of hear tunes when as soon as they're made and then you go out it's not like you don't ever really hear a tune for the first time when you're when out when you're out yeah because yeah, you've heard it before you've, you've heard, heard you've either listened to yeah. it on spotify or yeah yeah, so, yeah and now it's like and then it back then it was like you're like what the fuck like and tunes used to drop me you didn't know have a clue what they were because you had no access and to it was actually the drop that made you go yeah. mad and not remembering the drop yeah yeah and you have to find what out fight try and find out what it was and you have to go and find one of your mates who's like a proper like it was usually spud or keith or someone like that who would just be like bang into it and you yeah know, yeah and you know they'll be like crate digging and stuff and you're like what's this tune and yeah it was a, it was a good uh it was a good time we're blessed to be part of it and i think uh a lot of people are blessed to be part of it and i think people kind of should remember that yeah 
You right. You right. So you went for you went for a drum and bass tune. You said you said it's the title of it. You're right. It does. It, it would make me. It would put us in mind of you and your and your demeanor. I'd be kidding if I said it wasn't. Do you want to uh, introduce who it was by? I mean, it's it's by Raiden. It's, it's by, by Raiden. Raiden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great DJ. Um, the second time someone's picked Raiden as their personal. He's he picked some like uh, amazing tunes. He made some amazing tunes. Uh, he was he was. Back in the day, he was great, and he was doing like that sort of tech. He sound that like he, he's a big techno. I mean, he plays techno under yeah. a different name, um, and he's a big sort of like techno influence. And I like techno, and it's I think a lot of drum and bass fans don't really like techno. Mm. <clears throat> There's something about I think they don't. They can't, uh, it's not enough for them, but I really like it. So I kind of like it when the, the the two merge. Yeah. Um, the fine line between them yeah, both. And he, he kind of did a lot of that. I mean, this tune isn't particularly like. I suppose like that it is it is techno but it's not compared to some of the other tunes. Some of the other tunes are just very stripped down and they're really good. But this is like <coughs> this tune's just uh, like I say, it speaks to us. Yeah. Wayne's got a massive back catalogue of stuff though, because yeah, he made yeah. so much stuff and yeah. like released so much in the in the sort of mid to early Yeah, like two thousand six thousand six. It's like very prolific. Prolific? Prolific. How is that? He was a prolific. Um and the tune you've picked uh, I picked out the vocal from uh, Gigi Allen. Yes, it's a Gigi Allen sample. Um, which which is uh, old, old, old punk. Yeah, he's an old, old punk. He used to wipe uh, his, his shit on people in the audience. Yeah, he did some chaotic things yeah. after gigs and stuff like that. And he yeah. died, uh, went out the same way James Belushi went out with the speed ball. James Brown there. No, not, I'm not quite sure how James Brown went out. I know he's dead. But I know he's uh, uh, at least uh, not about anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> right, never mind. Well, do you want to introduce the actual name of the tune for everyone? Yeah. So this is uh, I Hate You Motherfuckers. <laughs> um, the artwork on the album for this is absolutely amazing as well. I was looking at it before because this is from the album that he released with Concept. Yeah, The Priest and the Beast. The Priest and the Beast, yeah. yeah. Um, from 2006. But um, spot on, it's been absolutely lush it's been uh, nice having you on the show. Um, uh, this is the personal anthem that's been picked to be played out by Danson. Um, and this is Raiden. I, I hate, hate you, motherfuckers. <laughs>
And that ends another episode of the On The Rave podcast. Swiftly moving past. That's just like, how many episodes is that now, guys? That, that's 12 episodes of the Hardcore Histories. Dirty Dozen. And a handful of extra special things for you. The Fractal Live set. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas special yeah. that is coming. So, and UFC Speed Core. Yeah, you've been enjoying that. That one's been coming down well, so... Yeah, all together we're you know we're gonna keep this rolling into the new year. So yeah, yeah. Uh, enjoy your content. Yeah, I hope you do. I hope you all do enjoy our content. Just in case you are a particular fan of our content, you can find us on Facebook at On the Rave. You can find us on mm-hmm. Twitter at yep. On the Rave. You can find us on Instagram it's On the Rave with Addy and Gav. You can find us on YouTube when we're not being suppressed for not being educational. YouTube lovers, YouTube.com forward slash. On the rave, we are powered by Podbean and fueled by Basement Snacks. Don't forget, you can go into Basement Snacks on Ridley Place in town, wander down the stairs, and scream at Don's on the rave to get ten percent off. off all of your cakes and treats. Oh, and the cakes and treats are good. And there. Treats. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and we've now come to that time of the podcast where Addy gets to open up his big old bag of science. That's fucking proper. Because the Rez tickets came out last week, Gavin. Rez which tickets we're, both, we're both going to Rez, man. You can't miss that. This yeah. fucking lineup's ridiculous. If anyone hasn't seen it, we'll post a link to, to, to yeah, Rez, Rez is back and it looks like it's going to be fun. I think we're going to have a high ratio of Geordies. At that Lots point, of Geordies. Front right like, speaker. I don't know if this front right speaker can take us this many Geordies. Well, we'll just have to see, won't we? Front oh, right for, rave. There's front that right many. rave. We'll front have right a, rave. We'll just, we'll just have our own rave at the front right. That, that, that'll be it so in black and white I've picked an artist one of my favourite artists from this that's on that night on the res liner uh, this is a a recording that's apparently air quotes recorded live in Scotland right this is the future Gavin do you understand this is the die witness future EP get fucking thick of science you cunts <laughs> amazing um, uh, I have been Gav the man across from me is Addy this has been the On The Rave podcast and we are now officially off the rave. Okay, party people! Tonight, live on stage, our winners, Denai Waver, and special guest, DJ Trevor and MC Cyclone. Make some noise! Check what's up! Scotland Posse! To reach our hands across the sea to our friends in Rotterdam. It's time to unite two nations as one. It's time for the ultimate hardcore. This is the future. Do you understand? Get it going now!
Thank <laughs> you.